I'm Helen Karakulak. And I'm Alice Murphy, and this is Overworked But Optimistic, the podcast where we address a new topic every fortnight, looking into the various ways it affects us and consider how we can better balance the many things we like and occasionally don't like to juggle. We're all too familiar with being overworked and aiming to be increasingly optimistic. Whether you're studying, working casually, part-time or full-time, pursuing a career in big picture objectives or just trying to make it through the day, this is a podcast for you. As I'm sure you're hearing plenty about in the news right now is coronavirus or COVID-19, recently declared a pandemic. People are fighting over toilet paper, events are being cancelled, people are working from home or slowly losing out on work. It's a bit of a crazy time. With coronavirus comes financial uncertainty. Factories, shops, gyms, bars, schools and restaurants are shutting down or restricting their opening hours as a control measure in many parts of the world. Others that remain open for now, particularly small businesses, are suffering due to lack of customers hesitant to spend money given the unpredictability of our economic and social climate right now. This episode will be exploring how we can continue to support small businesses in this time of uncertainty. Since recording this episode, a lot of control measures and changes have been made to a lot of the businesses that we mention, but that doesn't mean you still can't support them. So please check out their social media pages for alterations to their opening hours and other changes as some of them remain open for takeaway and or delivery. We also touch briefly on resources and government assistance, and I do want to encourage anyone that can who may need that support to definitely look into the job seeker and job keeper support payments that the government has initiated recently and have a chat with your employers or employees if you're a business owner about how they may be able to help you in this difficult time. This is an oversimplification, but just to make it a bit easy to talk about for this episode, When it comes to people who have small businesses, there's almost two categories. There's people who it is their only job and their entire livelihood. And then there's people who have it as sort of a side hustle. So who have another job, but also do that. Someone like I have my side hustle as my henna business. Helen's side hustle is her tutoring. But I think we want to focus more on people who rely on their small business as their livelihood. Yeah, absolutely. And Due to the coronavirus-related closures at the moment, I think the sectors that are feeling it the hardest are hospitality, arts and retail. Um, And I guess personal services uh, is a sector that a lot of small businesses can come under, particularly with uh, like tutoring or people that are contracting Mm. for different businesses. Anything that's sort of considered non-essential goes first in times of financial uncertainty. And because a lot of us who work casually are very uncertain about where our next paycheck might come from. Whether, and when I say we, Helen and I both work casually, but also a huge sector of our workforce, we don't know when our, where our money is coming from, so you're hesitant to spend it because what if I can barely pay my rent? I don't want to spend that money on a coffee at a small independent coffee shop or on that painting or that piece of art because that's not going to pay my rent at the end of the month if my hours get cut or if I lose my job. Exactly. And there are a variety of resources provided by the governments um, that I've just brought up, business.gov.au, with coronavirus info and support for small businesses. Most of them are um, specific to sole traders or if you employ people. It's basically a site full of resources to learn what your business can get and where to go for help. But a lot of that government assistance is uh, and the ones that boost cash flow for employers or support apprentices and trainees, they don't include small businesses a lot of small businesses that um are people trying to make ends meet uh who work maybe in hospitality or who create their own products 
aren't covered by that government financial assistance. Yeah, so that's sort of who we want to focus on today and maybe give a few tips about how you can help out those businesses, how we want to, assuming we get some work. And then we're going to talk to a few people about how they can best be supported and about how they're feeling in these troubling times. Yeah, absolutely. So we asked around to see why you thought supporting small businesses was important in this uncertain time. Supporting small businesses is so important because the people that worked those businesses from the ground up are the ones that are currently struggling and they deserve our love and our support to keep them afloat during this hard time. If they don't survive this, they may not see the end of this strange time, which means that we won't get to enjoy them when we can be out and about. It's a really uncertain time and while big business will bounce back, some small businesses may not even survive. As someone who works for a small business, it's extremely important to keep supporting them during this time because we have a lot of stock in place and we don't have a lot of opportunity to really get rid of it and there's a huge chance for us to make big losses and lose a lot of money during it. So it's really important that you keep supporting these small businesses during a time where nothing is really certain. So let's talk about the businesses that we are keen on supporting and do some shout outs for some Aussie uh, or Adelaide based small businesses that maybe you follow on Instagram that create really awesome products. The first one that comes to mind is the Tit Club. This is a arts business run by a girl called Sarah who creates pots and earrings and keep cups with tits on them and other feminist <laughs> symbols. They're really awesome, really good quality. I actually got one at Womad. And it has a little heart with the bi flag in it. I love it. So we're going to go to one of her events this weekend that is small, obviously, given the restrictions. I also want to give a little shout out to Sarah from the Tit Club for uh, some of the coronavirus um, measures that she's been going through. Um, I noticed this on one of her stories and she saved it as a highlight, which is good. So I'm going to read it out to you and I'm going to link to her Instagram in the description of this week's episode. So she's put up um, a little story highlight called COVID-19. And one of the things on there is that she's said, whilst people are still in varying states of social distancing, isolation, quarantine, would any of you whose heart may get a little lonely be interested if I set up a webinar, creative art therapy group sessions? And she was saying that one of the biggest fallouts from this will be our mental health and it might be nice to keep community connections. 91% of people that answered that response poll on her Instagram story said, yes, please. So I think that's a really cool way to be able to maintain that uh, social aspect with a lot of things going online and restrictions for events due to personal isolation, self-isolation or quarantine. I think that's a really awesome way to bring people together through art. So she's supporting her consumer base. So I think it's good that she's doing that and then in return, people should support her. 100%. So because we love her work so much, we reached out to Sarah from the Tip Club to see why it's important to her that people support her art. Hi, my name's Sarah and I'm from the Tit Club. I create boob and body positivity inspired ceramics, illustrations and everything I can think of that I can add tips to. Right now, the coronavirus is having a really big impact on freelance and self-employed artists. And of course, like everybody, I'm feeling the pinch. So right now, it's incredibly important to support the small artists that you love to keep us going through this. I like to think that with the Tit Club, I've created this incredibly safe community to not only learn and grow in your feminism, but to feel seen, represented, and like you have a club of your own that you belong to. 
Now, whilst obviously I would like to think it's really important to support me and the Tick Club or during all of this craziness, I'd like to highlight how important any support you can offer to any artist right now, especially those that fall into minority categories that already have such a hard time being seen and staying relevant, whether that's queer artists, which is the group that I very proudly belong to, or it's indigenous artists, disabled artists, people living with chronic illnesses that are using their platform to bring education and awareness to that illness. Essentially support artists that are using their art and their space to start conversations, to talk about difficult things, to bring awareness to people that don't have it. They're the artists that we need to see get through this. They're the artists that need our support the most. They're the artists that I'm supporting and I really hope that I'm considered one of those artists and that I'm someone that you'd want to be behind. What your support means to me while this crisis is going and income and markets and things like that are really thrown up in the air and my sales channels are limited. But I'll be able to keep trading, I'll be able to keep selling, I'll be able to keep my absolute baby, my dream, um, the club that so many of you now belong to going and I'll be able to do that without financial risks to myself or my partner but that I'll be able to continue giving back to the community. I'll be able to continue supporting those other artists whose voices matter so much to me, who have inspired me, and I'm sure have inspired you as well. Essentially, without everyone's support, we have nothing. So if you can, while all this craziness is going on, support small, support local, and if it's the tip club you choose, I cannot thank you enough. Another small Adelaide business that's very close to my heart um, is... Karis Cole Designs or Karis Cole Dot Design on Instagram. Our graphic designer who also has a bit of a business there where she's selling some of her art that I would definitely recommend. And she's someone else who uh, doesn't rely on it solely but relies on a mixture of that and casual work, which is really uncertain at this point in time. We've had Karis on the podcast before and she's one of our absolute favourite guests and best friends and our very generous graphic designer who is responsible for all of our logos and most of the stuff that you'll see on our social media pages. Um, we'll also link to her Instagram in the description of this episode as well. Given that at the moment we can't all get into the studio together, she has kindly contributed a few minutes of her time to chat with us about how much it means to her that we're supporting local businesses like hers and that art continues to get all of the love that it deserves. People supporting my art means the world to me. It's something that's important all of the time, but at this crazy time in the world, art, which was my side hobby, is now my main source of income. So even getting a small commission for a small price is something that would mean the world to me. And if you can't afford that, the love and the support that people can give through words and random acts of kindness is just so special. Supporting artists is something really great and it helps me with my motivation to do other work and it just gives me a bit of a positive boost in the right direction, which is something that I think everybody needs at this time. To be honest, I've seen a lot more support for businesses rather than just artists on their own. I have a bit of a brand for my art, but it's certainly not something that I call a business at this point in time. People have been sharing links to their favourite local artists and businesses, and that is really amazing. But I definitely think that there could be more action taken um, rather than just posting on social media. We've got to do a bit of both, you know, like 
this time is extremely difficult for everyone in many ways. So having that support on social media really is gold. But I think if people just put a little bit more time and effort into asking people if they could even get a small commission or going and buying, I don't know, something that someone has made, it just helps that extra bit. And so seeing that would be really nice. So yeah, support local businesses, even if it means spending a little bit of the cash that you might be holding on to really tight at this period of time. But to be fair, the world's gone crazy, so I'm not expecting anything at this point in time. Yeah, I think it's really important to, sm- to support small businesses, not least because those businesses are run by people who depend on that for their livelihood, and that's important, but also because I think it's important to, to encourage small businesses which does mean supporting them through these hard times because they're people. It's a good thing to do. It's good for our economy. And I would rather my money go to someone who's going to use it for their kids, for their school, for their rent, than to some millionaire who's just going to have another zero in their account. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rather than add zeros to the backs of uh, CEOs of these giant corporations why not support someone who's creating something with their own two hands and selling it to make ends meet another lovely local business to support is called moist planties based in the Samuel area it's a private plant studio open by appointment only by a self-proclaimed perverted pot maker and lovely lady called ashley who makes a variety of awesome products as part of Feast Festival, they have an event in Semaphore called the Big Gay Out. And um, recently that event was cancelled. So she decided to host her own called the Little Big Gay Out uh, due to its cancellation, opening up her home to a little craftoon and plant party with uh, two other local businesses, Calamity Tash. She has her own sobriety podcast and um, she makes a variety of products including super fun earrings and uh, also another super fun earring maker, Yaz Earrings, uh, who I will also link to if in our show notes if all of these Instagram handles fit in our show notes. Otherwise, I'll pop them up on our social media. Um, they decided to have a much smaller event and um, obviously keeping with the restrictions and recommendations at the time that it happened for coronavirus, making sure there was plenty of hand sanitizer to go around. But I just thought that was really cool uh, that she decided to adapt with uh, the situation and she makes some really, really cool products, so definitely check her out. Another small business that we both enjoy is Whipped Cafe in Semaphore. We have many uh, informal business meeting there over a cup of coffee or brunch. Definitely. So that's somewhere that we want to keep supporting. But those small-time cafes will suffer while people can't spend money. So even if you can't go there or are worried about going to these places at the moment because of concerns for the virus, one way that you can support them is by buying gift vouchers. That way they get that money now so they can afford to keep their doors open or maybe keep their doors shut but pay the rent. And you get to treat yourself later on and it'll seem like it's free. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think another way to sort of support these small businesses is about um, making smart choices and being aware of the effects that your choices can have. For example, if you get coffee every morning and you're like, oh, I'll just go into Chibo, which is a chain, or McDonald's or Hungry Jack's. Uh, maybe consider going to a small independent shop that might be struggling 
more than you will ever know with this virus. Yeah, and um, we totally understand the convenience of drive-throughs. Trust me, as someone as who uni has, students. as someone who has gotten many a hash brown and not amazing cappuccino from um, the Maccas on McGill Road on my way to campus. Um, I completely understand. Uh, but just further up the road is a little cafe called Long Lost Friend. Um, I'm not too sure who owns it, but uh, I'll also give them a shout out on our social media so you guys can check them out. Somewhere else um, that we've had multiple um, business meetings, if you can call it that. <laughs> yeah. Um, with us and with guests. It's a really good locally owned business that, again, will could have a lot of hardship due to this virus and that we definitely recommend supporting because it's got great stuff great juices that you can drink while you record absolutely awesome fresh juices and uh, they are a small business I just looked up their uh, Instagram they posted two days ago um, as a little thank you for all of the community love and support during this challenging time Um, they're continuing to uh, maintain their high standards and remain open for as long as possible for all to enjoy so there you go long lost friend if you're in the McGill side of the of town 523 McGill Road McGill Uh, whipped if you're in the beach side of town. A quick side note, Long Lost Friend has closed temporarily since recording this episode, but I've chosen to leave that part of the discussion in anyway because it is one of our recommendations regardless and they definitely deserve some love right now. So please follow their social media for updates and once they reopen, definitely go give them some love because I think everyone is going to need it. And also small business that's not really small business that you should definitely support overworked but optimistic get on that social media (laughs) yeah that's another thing something that you will probably need during your time of self-isolation or quarantine is kick-ass entertainment and what better way to entertain yourself than with a super fun podcast for students by students and anyone else who's interested in the relevant topics that we cover that affect our lives also, if you're in self-isolation, keep an eye out on our social media, which we plan on using a lot more this year because we were kind of slack with it last year. But we are very excited to bring you a variety of recommendations for what you should do in self-isolation, whether it be TV shows, movies, um, what streaming services you can find them on, books, music, podcasts. Find all our recommendations at Of But Up on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. So make sure you keep an eye out for that because we'll definitely have some funny ones but also some serious ones. Yeah. I also want to give a little shout out to our great friend Mal Bradley from Hyperfeminism the podcast and Hyperfeminism the blog and now Hyperfeminism study group. She recently started a study group. You can join a Facebook page and email list and she'll be sending out various texts roughly once every three weeks for us to be able to absorb and then discuss in those online spaces. So it's a collaborative learning endeavour that she's really excited about and that I think is going to be a great way to spend your time if you're in self-isolation. Definitely, because it doesn't rely on seeing anyone if we get even more isolated than we already are. Exactly. And also, even when this whole self-isolation thing is over, um, it's a great way to uh, meet new people online and to be able to uh, have that flexibility. And to be able to just share ideas on a very important topic. Exactly. So thank you for listening to this episode of Overworked But Optimistic. Make sure you check out our social media for shout-outs to local businesses and for some tips on how to survive isolation. That's Of But Op on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, spelled O-V-B-U-T-O-P, and we will... Catch you next time. Stay healthy.